I think that uh, that's what an artist does many times, is that we can take something that is rough and is hard and is messy and you can turn it into something that is smooth and that is aesthetically pleasing and beautiful. Hello and welcome to Mothermaker, a podcast featuring conversations with artists who are also mothers. This is episode 7 and today I'll be sharing my conversation with illustrator Sarah Infant. My name is Emma Coy and I'm a musician and performance artist in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where I live with my husband Jason, our three-year-old son Henry, and a new baby on the way due this August. And happy Mother's Day! I hope you are all able to take a moment to yourselves this weekend or to celebrate however you'd like to celebrate. Today, I'm sharing my conversation with Sarah Infant, a children's book illustrator in Lisbon, Portugal. I actually met Sarah through the Mothermaker Facebook group, Mothermaker Artists Raising Humans. She had been following the Mothermaker interviews on the website and on our Instagram account, and when she began posting some of her work in the Facebook group, I really fell in love with it. I love Sarah's illustrations for their bright colors and her use of line, but also for the way that she draws her characters through a lens of fun and whimsy full of life and complexity. Sarah has two children, ages two and nine months, and one on the way, due in September. Sarah's first child was born prematurely at 29 weeks, and because he came so unexpectedly, Sarah had to continue working nearly immediately after he was born. I love her perspective on how she dealt with such a challenging period in her life. Just a couple of notes about this episode. You may hear some background noise, a phone ringing, a door buzzer. We're talking to busy moms here, and sometimes these things are just part of the reality of the conversation. Also, we talk in the interview about Sarah's new website launch. Well, it has launched since we recorded this interview, so be sure to check it out. SarahInfant.com. It's S-A-R-A-I-N-F-A-N-T-E.com. If you've got feedback about this episode or the podcast in general, there are lots of ways to get in touch with me and the Mothermaker team. You can send me an email at emma at mothermaker.co. We're also on Facebook at Mothermaker Co. and Instagram at Mothermaker. Also, be sure to sign up for our newsletter by going to Mothermaker.co and clicking Newsletter in the upper right-hand corner. By joining our mailing list, you'll get new interviews delivered to your inbox as soon as they are released. If you're looking for a community of mother artists, please join our Facebook group, Mothermaker Artists Raising Humans. This is a group of women from all over the world sharing our work each week and encouraging each other. We'd love to have you join us. Just search for Mothermaker Artists Raising Humans on Facebook. So now, here's my conversation with Sarah Infant. (laughs) Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. I, I feel so humbled and I am so happy to finally meet you. Well, I know. Virtually, but... See you in person. Yes. Where do you live? I live in um, in the suburbs of Lisbon. Lisbon is the capital of, of of my country. I live in Portugal, Europe, and we live in the in the greater area of the city in one of the suburbs. That must be beautiful. It's it's quite it's quite simple actually. It's, it it has nothing to do with the American suburbs. It's it's a bit different. 
It's, it looks almost like a small town, a small city, a small version of the main city. It doesn't have as many trees and lanes as, as your American suburbs. It, it, it's really different. <laughs> <laughs> when did you know that you wanted to illustrate children's books? Well, it's funny because uh, sometimes I talk about this when, when people ask me for a biography, a bio for a website or something like that. And... I always tell that when I was very young, I, I used to love um, writing stories. That's, that was my, my starting point. And what I found out is that I would spend more time drawing the, the characters of my books and the maps of the lands that I imagined than actually writing. So <laughs> hang out, I had tons of, of files back at my parents' home uh, where I would find uh, a little, a little amount of writing and a lot of drawings with all the details that I imagined and I wanted to, and, and that I wanted to, to turn into reality by uh, with a, a visual approach. So I think that it started quite early, and then it got very. Uh, it was almost like it fell asleep because. When I was uh, in high school here in Portugal, we have to uh, we have to choose uh, one or four areas. I don't know if uh, actually if today if it still if it still works that way. But when I was a teenager, we had to choose one or four uh, major areas. One of one of them was arts. I, I chose that because it was obvious to me that it was where I could. Do the best, uh, bring my my ability, my 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 own capacities and talents to to the best. I, I it it was so obvious, but it was very hard for me on that time to to imagine a life as a as an illustrator because I thought it would be very difficult economically, and I always envisioned something more like architecture or or graphic design. And I went in that direction. I, I went to art school to study communication design. And at the last semester, I was not even supposed to do that subject. On my last semester, I had to choose um, an illustration course, an illustration class. And I just fell in love with it again. I wasn't expecting it, but... I, I went to those classes and they filled me with joy, so much joy. And my final project was uh, my own version of uh, of a set of, of a series of illustrations for a tale by Oscar Wilde, The Happy Prince. Maybe you know it. And I, I could see that it was not only me that loved it. The the results, the illustrations that I've made, my colleagues loved it, uh, loved them. Uh, my teacher praised it. And I, I could see that there was something there, that I found something that I was in love with and I was actually capable of, uh, of doing, of making with a certain degree of quality. And that was very exciting. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a light bulb moment. Okay, this is what I meant to do. Yes, yes, yes. That was the feeling. At that point, I was not... Um, ready to take that step because uh, since I, I had spent uh, I had spent so many years uh, envisioning my future as uh, someone more like a designer, 
it was difficult for me to to even understand what it meant to be a, a full-time illustrator a freelancer illustrator it was really out of my of my plans and i i didn't understand what that looked like on a daily basis so i i didn't go for it immediately <laughs> i um, right after school i started a um, an internship at a, a web design company and it, it was also uh, quite fun because i was learning a lot and everything that we did there it was very um, uh, cutting edge. Mm-hmm. You say mm-hmm. <laughs> you say that um, <laughs> yeah. because it was back in 2010, and we were making graphics for apps. And I still didn't have a, a, a smartphone, or an iPhone, <laughs> and I was doing graphics for for apps, and and that was very thrilling. But six months six months in in the internship, I I said no, I have to to work with illustration. Uh, that's what I want. And uh, when they offered me uh, a place as a junior designer, there I said uh, no. I politely, de- politely de- declined. <laughs> and I said thank you so much, but I have to make my own path and and find out what um, how I'm going to do this. Wow, that's really that's really commendable as a young person to have the. The maturity to be able to say, no, I don't want that job. I know what I want to do. I think that's kind of rare to be willing to follow your own heart and your own passion when somebody's offering you money. <laughs> yeah, yes. You know? no. Yes, of course. It's very tempting because on one hand, I had this... It feels good to start making your own money or your own money and... And tempting, and, and, and it's good. You can do so much with it. And on the other hand, I knew that I would um, be doing something that was not fulfilling, mm-hmm. and that I didn't do as well as the others around me. Because yes, I, my my des- my graphic design wasn't bad. It was good. It was hygienic, I guess, but it was not uh, brilliant. And um, in a way, I would be um, s- stealing, stealing them. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I stealing the world and stealing every everyone the chance to to see what I can do much better than that. And yes, it meant that for uh, for the the next uh, six months, the the end of that year, I had to be at home. Um, working on a portfolio because I had no portfolio. I had only that final project from, from school, but it was very experimental and, and free. And well, that, it was good that it was experimental and free, but it w- maybe it was not um, the right thing to apply to show and to apply to a, um, to a post-graduation illustration course or to an illustration job. And I knew that I had to m- learn much more. So I, I spent those uh, next months working on a portfolio, working on new illustrations. And I applied for um, a post-graduation course in Barcelona uh, in a school called Aina. <laughs> it's a, a Catalan word. Uh, it means tool, <laughs> which is very funny, and it, it was one of the best decisions that I took because I learned a ton there about um, the reality of the market, the reality of the publishing world. I had great teachers, I had great colleagues, 
and uh, I was one of the youngest, one of the uh, the ones most inexperienced with illustration. Uh, many of my colleagues were published authors, uh, not many, but some of them. And well, sometimes it sucks to be the <laughs> the one who knows less, <laughs> but, at <the> same... <laughs> but at the same time, it 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 makes you want to grow. You know, it makes you want. I want to be as good as them. I want to be better, <laughs> and and that was very inspiring. And I it when I came back. Uh, one year after that, I had I was developing developing my own style, my 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 graphic voice, so to say, was very different, and it helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Where in the scheme of your career did you become a mother? Well, um, I had a few years working as a freelancer illustrator. And then I well I I got married and when I got married I I I knew that I wanted to have that I wanted to have children and it was it was very natural um, that it, it just happened it was the natural course of things. Mm-hmm. What did you think it would be like to fit motherhood into your illustration career? <laughs> I was very wrong <laughs> on my <laughs> on my perspectives. <laughs> Actually, I think I was delusional <laughs> because I thought that it would be so much easier, so much easier. I thought that it was only about changing routines, and it's not. It's about uh, giving up routines <laughs> because. There are so many surprises, and and this is what I think that people who don't have children uh, don't know, <laughs> is that there are things like a kid being sick and having a problem that you have to attend to uh, when you have a deadline, and all those things conflicting in a short amount of time. <laughs> so many surprises, and some of them are not uh, very good uh, <laughs> and you have to deal with them and forget your forget your not forget your deadlines but work with them in a very different way mm-hmm. how many kids do you have now i have two kids uh, a boy uh, a little boy and a baby girl and actually i was betting <laughs> our third <Yay>. baby. <laughs> and when are you due I'm due September, if That's all goes well. That's right. Okay. And I'm due in August. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. And congratulations so to you. <laughs> so what are some of the challenges, specific challenges you faced the first time you became a mom and trying to balance being an artist at the same time, you know, especially as a freelancer, at least for me, I didn't think I would need childcare. <laughs> Uh-huh. You know, so it took me a year to figure that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, going back, I would have probably put that into place at least once a week, you know. So what are some of the challenges you faced? Well, um, it was a rough time, actually, because um, one week after my first child was born, I was already working. And that had to do with um, a difficult situation. You see, my my first uh, my firstborn, he um, he was born prematurely. 
he was born with uh, 29 weeks and he didn't weigh uh, even two pounds. He was very little. And because of that, well, he had to um, to be in the, um, the NICU. <laughs> he had to be there for two months and uh, and a half. And, uh, and of course, there was not much that I could do to, to help him, to, to raise him in those uh, first months of life. Um, I, um, in the beginning, I was, I was um, of course, that I wasn't breastfeeding because he wasn't able. In the beginning, I was pumping the milk, but then the, um, the milk ran out because, as a doctor once said to me, uh, milk is, uh, is made in the brain <laughs> by the mothers. It needs the stimulus of your newborn child. It needs, uh, the, uh, peaceful, <laughs> it, it, it needs a peaceful mind and a peaceful, peaceful environment. And uh, I had none of that. I had not my child beside me, and certainly not <laughs> a very peaceful mind. And um, so the milk ran out, and th there wasn't much that I could do besides being um, by his side. And uh, so uh, I worked <laughs> because actually I um, I had a deadline that that I had because a deadline, a contract for a book. Uh, it was my first book. It was my first series of books uh, after I was um, I was chosen to be represented uh, by an agency. This is when I, I <laughs> this is a bit confusing because it happened all at the, all at the same time. A few months before my 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 first baby was born, I I got this chance to to start being represented by an agency, which is a Bright Agency. And I insist then I'm not, and I actually not a freelancer. I was a freelancer um, for for some years, but but now I'm a, a represented artist. And this was my my first big opportunity with them. Uh, they found me this uh, series of four books. Uh, the client was very eager to do the project, and and everything was well because the deadline was uh, was inside uh, was was within my my schedule. That is, it, the deadline the deadline was before the baby was born. But then the baby was born <laughs> <laughs> before the deadline, <laughs> so so it all got very confusing. And I had this 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 choice which was to, to be there by his side, crying, uh, thinking that my life was a disgrace, or to, to see that uh, his life was a grace and that he was fighting and that I, uh, that I should do the same, that I should pick up my pencils and fight and do these books. And, and actually, of, those, of this series of four books, the one that I made while I was there, I sighed and at home when I came home to rest and to shower and to eat. That first book actually is my favorite. It's it, it, really it for me. It has the best uh, the best set of illustrations of the front of them. So it, what I learned is that you don't control everything and and that being a mom brings brings its own surprises, the bad ones and the the marvelous ones. <laughs> 
Why do you think that you were able to produce your favorite work under such trying and difficult circumstances? I think that uh, that's what an artist does many times, is that we can take something that is rough and is hard and is messy, and you can turn it into something that is smooth and that is aesthetically pleasing and beautiful. And I see it um, very well in sculpture, for example, when they are hitting those hard rocks or in pottery, when they have that, I don't know, that bit of <laughs> uh, clay, I don't know, <laughs> um, and turn it into something unexpected. And uh, as an artist, um, I have the, the, the capacity to do that. Every one of us have. That's really beautiful. Yeah. And emotionally, were you sort of tending to your trauma? Or did you do that through your art? I think both. I think both. We are very blessed to have um, uh, a community. We are, we are Catholic, Christian, and, and have a community of friends and family who are praying for us. And so that was, that was essential, but, but also my art, yes. Also the, the way that I, use, that I could use my work to, for relief and, for, and to express myself, even if I wasn't ex expressing my own thoughts, because as an, illustration, as an illustrator, I always have the, the text from the author. So I, well, sometimes illustrators are both uh, authors, uh, but that's not, that's not my case, uh, at least until now. <laughs> I, have never, uh, uh, I have never wrote my own book, my own story, my own text. But I, I could take those words and, and use them like, almost like... And uh, uh, using that transformation from words to image, almost like a therapy. So some people like to, to, to write as a therapy, um, a therapy tool. Someone, some people like to cook. <laughs> and to me, uh, of course, my work helped as a, a therapy instrument. Yeah. How's your little boy doing now? He's great. He's great. Actually, he had, he had a wonderful development development uh, both in the NICU and outside uh, these two years he has he he blossomed he's he's very funny uh, a little rascal and <laughs> of course he's a little bit is a is he's little <laughs> yeah. he's not as 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 big as the from as those other kids in his daycare <laughs> from the same classroom uh, but but he's very smart, and I'm very proud of him. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And then you have another. You have another. And how old is your second again? Uh, my my baby girl is nine months. They okay. are. They were born uh, two years apart, almost exactly. Okay. And was your transition to having two kids any different? In that, did you take time off or? Did you once again start right back to work right away? No, this time, well, 
this time I it was uh, a bit different. I I decided to take a bit of time off. Then it was impossible because <laughs> because I had to do some um, amendments to uh, to another book. But it was different. Uh, it was more relaxed. It was not like in the first experience that I had to. That I have four books to make now. I had to make some alterations to previous illustrations. It was different. It was. It was. It is always a bit um, uh, unnerving to have to do that. Um, but the 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 world doesn't stop moving because you had a child. When you're uh, um, when you're in this kind of uh, business and you're in this kind of of uh, when you do this kind of work, um, there was a. Um, a publishing date. There were there were deadlines, and what I what I the difference was that I I already had my clients. Um, I, I already had a talk with my clients, saying that I wanted to have a more um, relaxed uh, after uh, after birth <laughs> time season, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because I understood that with two kids I needed that and. And I was very fortunate to to have that, although I didn't stop working now. Yeah, I I'm kind of trying to come up with um, to figure that out for myself right now with baby number two coming. Everything in me is telling me take time off, like mm-hmm. take a long time off, maybe six months even. But there's always this fear that you'll disappear from the world mm-hmm. <laughs> if you do that. People will forget about you. People will find other people to work with. And, you know, it's kind of like what I want personally is that time to transition. She, yes. You know what I mean? Um, you know, yeah, yeah. No, what I, for me, what I had to do was to, and, and I did that, and I'm very happy that I did that, I had to give up something. You have to give up something. Well, I couldn't give up my work. Uh, well, when that book was finished, the one that I was talking about with the amend- amendments, well, then I, I, I didn't accept anything for a few months. Uh, yes, I had to rest. I had to take care of this of this new child, uh, this new baby that needed me. But uh, what I what I did, and very very happy <laughs> with that decision was giving up social media for six whole months or more because you have to give up something. Uh, you're not, you don't stretch, stretch to the infinity. <laughs> you have to, <laughs> you, you, and, and that was my choice. And, and yes, the, the world keeps going round and round and maybe the clients will find um other provider for uh, their needs and maybe people will find uh, a new blog to follow and that's okay because um, uh, the life of your child is more important well well, at least for me everyone is free to make uh, his own choice Mm -hmm. did you ever have have you ever had a point in your creative career where the creativity was stopped or stifled like where you were having trouble being creative because the brain space is now filled with caring for others 
yes, yes, I something like that. Not not exactly that, but um, and and it was a few months ago actually. It's very it's very fresh in my memory. Um, this winter was was really hard because um, my son, who started daycare this last September. Well, he. Um, I think it's normal when kids start daycare; they get sick very often, and he was sick at home so many times. And of course, that that reflected on my on my work and my schedule and my plans and everything. And my and then my the baby would get sick as well, and uh, we we are having some some problems with with her health because she's suffering from i don't know what it is in english but I, i'll check here uh convulsions she's having convulsions sometimes and it happens mostly when when she has a temper and so it was always very very scary when, when the eldest one got got sick because the baby could got sick and have a temper and have a convulsion and then <laughs> it escalated mm-hmm. and so sometimes I found myself two weeks straight without being able to focus to focus on work and and I started to be very um, uh, afraid to start working again you know it, it was it was stupid but what I felt was like why I'm going to 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 begin again I, why I'm doing this why am I doing this because uh, something will happen and I'll have to give up on this for another week and well you it's it's not a very prudent thing to do to to give up but that was that was what I felt and it was very um, it, 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 it can bring you to a very dark place yes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what do you think is the solution to managing that for me and that's that's that is something that I have learned over the um, over the the process of being a mom one time and then two times and I'm pregnant with the third is that it's, it's like I already told you, you have to give up on, on something and you have to find time in, in, things that you, in things that you give up. And for instance, to make this clear, I, I, to, nowadays, nowadays and uh, already for a while, I leave my house not as tidy and clean and perfect, well, not perfect, but, uh, but <laughs> beautiful <laughs> as, as I would want it as I would want it you know mm-hmm. and that's okay <laughs> and and believing this with your all being that that's okay that the house is not tidy and if <laughs> and if people enter and find it strange well that's their problem because <laughs> I, you have to find time in things that you used to use time. <laughs> Maybe this is a bit yeah. <laughs> uh, confusing. But, <laughs> but it's, it's a question also, and actually for that's a, a very good exercise for an artist. You have to be creative and see, where did I use time before that I can now cut and turn it into 
an hour or two hours or three hours that I can uh, just sit where I can just sit at my desk and do something. Yes, 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 yes. How do you see that work and creative life balance changing in the future as your children get older? I don't know. I don't. I don't like to think too much <laughs> on the future. No, actually, because I don't want to sound cliche, but you you're only sure of today. You know, uh, of course that you have to make plans. Uh, of course, that is uh, sensible and and wise. But what I've learned from uh, this this the story that I was told, telling you about uh, the birth of my of my first child and and even these problems that my my daughter is having with those convulsions and uh, and those surprises uh, bad surprises uh, is that um, thinking about the futures is not it's too much is <laughs> not um, it's not a, a wise use of your time. I, I prefer to focus on today, but I, but I imagine I imagine that uh, when they get older, they they won't need me as much. Of course, nowadays my kids are like a sponge of affection. Uh, they need me so much. Uh, it, it's never enough. Sometimes I'm playing with my 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 eldest boy, and I'm playing with him for an hour, one hour and a half, and and I'm I'm really focused on it. And it's fun, and we're singing and laughing, and then I get up to do something else. And for him, it's, it's not enough. He needs more, and and that's and and that's okay because when he's uh, 12, uh, 13, 14, he won't need me. <laughs> he won't need me as much. Of course, he'll need me, but he won't need my affection as much. There now, now my affection and my time is is almost like food and water to him. Mm. And mm-hmm. and I imagine that when he's older, the things that he, he will need from me that day, because they, they are going to be three, they'll need from me will be, um, it'll be more, uh, I don't know, more manageable, manageable <laughs> within my work schedule. I don't know. That's just such a beautiful perspective. I... <laughs> I often find myself trying to escape the playing with the toddler <laughs> because for me it's boring, right? To sit in <laughs> dinosaurs and trucks and trains. But I think you've opened my mind to realizing that, yes, it's a basic need for the child to have you there on the floor with them, <laughs> right? Yes. And that, yes, that perspective to remember that it's not going to be that way always. And for right now, you're setting them up for the future. If you can sit with them, right? And give them that affection that they're begging for, right? <laughs> That's great. Um, what projects are you working on right now? Right now, I'm working on two projects. I'm working on a new book um, that is that is that I found very, very interesting because it's um, a book for the same age range as my child, my eldest boy. And it's the first time that I'm doing a book that he will be able to read, able, well, he doesn't read, but able to read with me and able to understand fully. And that's very exciting. And he will be almost like my critic, <laughs> my <laughs> <speaking> critic. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that I will use. Actually, I, I'm I'm really thinking of using him as a, a helper to choose. You know the the best colors to use on the illustration. He he is not very eloquent, but I but he he certainly will be able to tell me which one he prefers if I show him uh, uh, two versions of the same illustration with different colors. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that will be very fun. So I'm working on that book for, uh, for an American publisher and I'm doing a project that I've, that I've been avoiding for uh, two years, two years, three years, almost since my, my first child was born, uh, which is uh, the renewal of my website. It's kind of, it is uh, a part of it is a personal, a personal project, but it's also a professional project. It's so important to have a good website, website where your clients or future clients can come and, and see your work and know a bit about you and your, and your approach, your approach. So it's, it, it was essential. And I, in the beginning of the year, uh, one of my resolutions was, this year you have to uh, renew your website and I'm doing it and I am very happy. <laughs> I'm excited for it and it's to it's scheduled to launch on May day on the 1st of May. May 1. Hey. <laughs> I'm excited. It already just the one page you have there it looks so beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank it's going to be great. And lastly, what advice do you have for other mother makers? to ask for help. Everyone knows, but not everyone, but uh, so many people know that African uh, saying that goes like, to raise a child, it takes a village. Well, I believe that to raise a child, it takes a village and less pride. Or if you prefer it, it takes a village and less need to control everything. Um, you will not control everything, so better make peace with it <laughs> as soon as possible <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, just uh, ask for help you need to find at least for me it's 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 so important you need to find a strong community and community community can mean so many things it could be your parents your in-laws your siblings your girlfriends your people from church your new friends that you have to find, a community of mothers that you have found in Mother Maker. <laughs> it could be anything, but you need community and you need to ask for help. Alone, it will be impossible. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank so you. that's it for this episode of the Mother Maker podcast. We do publish all of our interviews in text form as well, so to read Sarah's interview or to send it to a friend, visit mothermaker.co slash interviews slash Sarah dash Infant. Infant is spelled just like it sounds, but with an E on the end, I-N-F-A-N-T-E. You'll also find photographs of Sarah's work, her family, and links to her website, sarahinfant.com, and her Instagram account. While you're there, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter or send me an email with your feedback. You can always connect with me on Instagram and Facebook as well. This podcast is produced and edited by me, Emma Coy. Our web designer and developer is my husband, Jason Coy, and our text editor is my dear friend, Alyssa Zimmerman Exley, a new mom herself. Our music is by David Hillowitz, and our brilliant safety pin letter M logo was designed by Matthew Fleming. Until next time, keep making work, Mother Makers. Thanks for listening.